Hey, my name is Brianna, and you're listening to the FCC Grayson Podcast. God is doing some incredible things here at First Church. To learn more about FCC and maybe plan your visit, head on over to FCCGrayson.com. We hope today's message gives you hope, inspires, and encourages you in your walk with God. Let's dive into today's message. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, thank you. Well, it's morning here anyway. I don't know what time you're watching this. We have a video. That's that's different. You know, and we've always talked about having faces for radio. So oh, yeah, now exactly, exactly. they get to see <laughs> the, really know. the yeah. train wreck that's at least on this side of the yeah. table. Anyhow. So yeah, it's uh, Thomas and Ben again as normal, but we're joined by Jonathan Munson. How's it going? Uh, go wait, wait, wait a minute. Jay Money. Jay Money. Because <laughs> yeah. when, te- when, when I text Kennedy the other day and I was asking her who's doing the slides uh-huh. uh, this week, she said, Jay Money. Jay Munson. Money. Yeah. So, I mean, it was wow. that's, that's what it is. I like it stuck it. through high school. So, well, well it's yeah. going to stick out a whole lot longer. Than those things, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, You're going out to the masses. All 12 of our listeners are going yeah, to now. All 12. Right? All 12. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're diving in for, uh, to chop for time again and going over what happened yesterday, the Sunday service, and, and talking through uh, the message on, on our purpose. Yeah. But, uh, has everybody had a good weekend at least, you know? Weekend's been good. There has been, uh, you know, as this is an ongoing thing with us and, and those of you who are watching, listening to this, you uh, you know my history of continued car trouble. Uh, right. So now I have another vehicle down and there seems to be a pattern because it seems to be the ones that my daughter is driving <laughs> and all of a sudden develop issues. And she's I don't know. I was just driving it. I don't know what happened. Well, so. to be fair, the very first interaction I had with her and you at the same time was you were pointing out that. She can't reverse out of the driveway without hitting the trash cans on the way out. Listen, so. Monday morning is our garbage pickup, and I backed out of the driveway this morning, and I thought another Monday that I've successfully backed out of my driveway without hitting the garbage can. So. <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You have anything exciting going on, Jonathan? Um, Sunday morning was really encouraging for me. Um, nice. It's kind of been like the highlight of my weekend, really. Sweet. Um, you know, just looking at service in the mm-hmm. church and recognizing it as a gift and an yeah. opportunity. Yeah. And then, you know, you think of something as, um, you know, helping with check-in or helping with slides, right. small things like that. Um, no matter how small or how big right. it is, you know, it's still, you still should be able to take joy in it because right. it's a Absolutely. gift to be able to Amen. do it. Yeah. And we, we appreciate you, step. You did a wonderful job with that yesterday because that, that's one of those things that uh, whenever it's done right and done well, right. Um, it, some people notice, but overall, it mostly goes unnoticed. It and doesn't go well. Right. Everyone right. notices. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's definitely we're and uh, you know we're adding more and more little rules to have yes. be done on Sunday mornings, whether it's security, cameras, uh, lights, sound, all that kind of stuff. Cameras, so action, stuff like that. The more people we can get signed up to Absolutely. volunteer for stuff on Sunday mornings, just sort of you know putting that out there, uh, the more people, the better. You know. Yeah. Just there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um. But yeah, I thought I thought yesterday morning went really really well. I thought it was yeah. a it was a good morning. Everybody seemed really, uh, it was quite responsive. Yeah. They seemed pretty engaged, yeah. um, which I know can be a bit of a struggle here at times. You know, I think it, I think it goes back to just the um, the amount of engagement uh, that that the speaker has with them, how engaging right, he right. is on a particular Sunday morning, and the right. guy that we have is really the worst. So, <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, there was definitely one moment where you had to egg on a bit of a response, but but you got it in the end, and that sort of yeah. set the tone yeah. for the rest of the yeah. morning. But, yeah. but yeah, I thought that. Uh, <laughs> 
Kennedy, uh, Kevin, and Scott did yeah. a fantastic job. Yeah, uh, you know it's it's a it's a little bit of a struggle through uh, this coronavirus, mm-hmm. uh, you know, COVID nineteen time um, to you know have those pieces on a consistent right. basis because of contact exposure or right. you know all so many different elements. Uh, so I just I think the Kennedy uh, she's just been knocking it out of the park. Yeah, so. yeah. I thought it was re- I thought it was really great, and I'm, I mean I think people have really been enjoying the Redeemer series uh going through we're going through multiple different sections and you kind of pointed out that we're in this like practical Mm -hmm. phase Mm -hmm. sort of like where it sort of really impacts our lives what we are to do all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, we were talking about um our purpose which is like that's the biggest question ever you know it's like why am i here yeah what is (laughs) what is why am i here who am i why am i here yeah i was told on saturday that uh and i'm i I think it was a compliment again it was another one of those things um, but I was told that this series that we're doing right now on Redeemer may be the pinnacle of my preaching. Oh. So I'll take that as a good thing in that right. this is, they're, they're feeling like this is the best that you know I've, I've ever done. Right. There's also an undercurrent right. of the possibility of you may not do any better than this, buddy. Well, this yeah. could just be well, as good as it gets here. Well, so. Only... only. Can only go up from here. Is that not what they take, say? Take it what you yeah, absolutely. Just live in the moment. Man. Absolutely, just live in the moment. Um, but it seemed like your whole sermon could be summed up in one phrase, which would be our purpose is to be in Christ. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, you know anyone who has a communications background, uh, any type of reporting, radio, right. television, newspaper, whatever. That's called bearing the lead. Whenever mm-hmm. you let the people know right up front exactly, and instead of building towards your main point, uh, you just ride out. You know, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's what I did. That's what I told everyone at first. I said, I'm going to acknowledge that I'm going to bury the lead here. So we're going to we're going to throw this statement out here. Then we're going to go back and mm-hmm. kind of break it down into detail. But yeah, I mean, the, the purpose of a believer's life is to be in Christ. Right. Period. And I love that because I think so many times people try to find things that are outside of the box, especially with Scripture, figuring out what they're um, supposed to do with their life. But with your whole sermon... You basically summed it up so simple. This is it right here. You know, your whole life and your whole purpose is to be in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. yeah, because everything else just flows from that. Right, right. I remember there was a guy I was listening to preach in Nashville one time, and he was talking about, like, you know, what is God's plan for your life and all this kind of stuff. And he was sort of pointing out, like, if the Bible told you what exactly what you had to do with your life, you wouldn't follow God. Yeah. You would chase that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. that, that was, because I was that, that's at a point in my life. such an impactful statement. It right. really, really is. I was at a point in my life where, I, you know, I was dating Kylie at the time. We were doing long distance. I was like, do I end up, am I moving to America? Are we going to stay in Ireland? What's going to happen? And then, you know, I had no idea what was going to happen. And this guy was like, yeah, if God told you what was going to happen, you're going to follow that, not him. I was like, yeah. that's a pretty good point. That's, that's so <laughs> profound. Uh, yeah. That's so profound. But you brought me right back to that. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so what which passages do yeah, we, we uh, dive into then? We we came out of Ephesians chapter two, uh, which we, we jumped around a few different passages, which which was nice. We did, sort of. we did. Uh, but Ephesians chapter two, really, you know, the first ten verses, um, it's it's all about there's there's a couple different authors, I mm-hmm. guess you could say in this, and and I think the first statement that that we really kind of zeroed in on was the third word in the first verse is that um, were. And you mm-hmm. were dead in trespasses and sins. So this is setting us up. Not only is this underlined, I think it's like 13 times right. that in is used in the first 10 verses. And then we added on towards the end, you know, all the way through verse 13. 
And it's used 17 times right. in the 13 verses. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, a major, you know, it does it. I'm, I'm not a highly intelligent person. Uh, <laughs> I know that's revelation to some of you, but uh, but that's, you know, as I was reading this, I was like, he's he's telling us that we were this, but right. now we're this as believers. And it's our responsibility to stay in Christ. You know, right. that's the that's the thing, because he was talking about when you were the author, you know, these were, it was trespasses, sins. It was following the course of the world, the prince of the power of the air. It's the sons of disobedience. It's the passions of the flesh, the desires of the body, desires of the mind, the nature of the children of the wrath, just like everything. Right. That's what happens when you are the author. Right. But let's transition this and let me show you what it is, what it looks like when I'm the author. Mm. And that's when it was, but God being rich in mercy, the great love that he loved us with, that even when we were dead past, dead in our trespasses and sin, um, you know, he still loved us and he made us alive together with Christ. Um, and then there's this section where Paul repeats point a couple times to make sure that we really understand that uh, it was by grace that you have been saved. Yeah. yeah. It's by his works. It's, it's him. Right. So, yeah, I mean, this is a, a really powerful passage of scripture, right. just kind of giving us a comparison, contrasting kind of look right. at what we were, what we yeah. are. I really like that next little verse as well, which is the whole, you know, he, he so that none of us can boast, yes. you know, none of us can take yeah. credit for anything, uh, you know, all, all credit and all glory to God, you know, and, and even the, the good works, that he prepared for us so that we may walk in them. Mm -hmm. And he's lined everything up to give us that opportunity to step out in faith and do something for him, for other people. And it's all for his glory. Yeah. Um, I wish I'd, oh, I should have looked up this statistic, but the amount of times in the New Testament that the words for his glory is used is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like everything, like we're, we're not saved for our comfort, although that is a byproduct of yeah. it, but we're saved for his glory. Yeah. Um, we were made for his glory. The world was made for his glory and the whole story of the Bible is to prove his glory. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not so that we can boast and sort of be like, yeah, yeah. Well, it we're is. Amazing. I think it just kind of boils down to that statement. Uh, you know, ultimately for our good and his glory. Right. And right. That's that's just right. that's what it's about. It's about him it's being about glorified, him. and whether it's good in the moment or not. Right. Um, eventually, it will be for right. the common good. It will be for our good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you had a couple of thoughts. We were just chatting before here about those first ten verses. Um. Before we dived into this, um, about something that had come to you throughout this whole thing, right. yeah. Um, so within those ten verses, it talks about, um, you know, us as believers being seated in heavenly realms mm -hmm. and being heirs um, with Christ because we're one with Christ. And back in chapter one, it talks about. I was taking some notes on it after after the message. And back in chapter one, it talks about how, you know, now that because of God, Christ has been exalted at his right hand, you know, this shows that Christ has now authority over all things, you know, from, by the cross and resurrecting from death, um, he's overcome sin. And so this should be really encouraging to us as believers, because once we're saved and once we're resurrected from being dead in our sins and we're brought to life, um, as new believers, um, and we're heirs in the, uh, you know, with Christ in heaven. Um, this means that now that we have that power to overcome sin too, and so mm -hmm. just for application's sake, um, it's really encouraging. Yeah, yeah and it's kind of like a tricky concept 
but just trying to make it simple and right. understand it for right. the sake of using it. Yeah, that's, yeah, so. that's one of these areas. Like, I mean, there's so many areas where it's like there's this little like there's a line and you don't want to cross it. But like, but I one of the things that you touched on that I really appreciated was um, kind of kind of like what you were saying. We have the power to overcome sin, but despite the fact that we're now you know new creations and mm-hmm. uh, that sort of Second Corinthians five seventeen stuff, despite that, that doesn't mean our struggle is over. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think yeah. that was kind of comforting because I think a lot of people can end up thinking, it's like, oh, hang on now. If I'm new and I'm I'm no longer in the flesh, but I'm in the spirit, does that but I'm still wrestling with all this stuff in yeah. the flesh, am I am I actually saved or like where where am I? And you kinda Yeah, and I that. I think it's uh, and I mentioned that kind of at the beginning and, and the end, mm-hmm. you know, I was just talking in circles, I guess. But <laughs> um you know, that Second Corinthians 5.17 concept that we are new creations. Uh, you know, the old has passed away. Behold, all things have become new when we are in Christ. The challenging part about that on so you know, on one level is we don't wake up and look in the mirror and see a completely right. different person. You know, we, the same person that we were right. is what we see. The same tendencies that we had, we still kind of have. Yeah. Uh, and and that's a struggle for us because I uh, towards the end of the message, you know, I, I did a little bit of a, a geek squad test, right. uh, you know, amongst right. the church, and I ask everybody, hey, who who knows what a lichen is? You know, right. there was a decent amount of people. Right. I was I was kind of kind of satisfied and, right. and impressed with that. Uh, but you know, basically, a lichen is uh, the geeks version, the human form of a werewolf. Right. Uh, that's their that's their their breed. Uh, and then I ask, you know, hey, what kills a werewolf? And I was I was so tempted to shout out stake through the heart. I, re- I really was like like because I knew that that would just. Oh uh, yeah, well that you know Ray Copeland. Thank you, sir. If you're watching this, thank you because he was right on it with the silver bullet right, answer. Right. But uh, and you know and I, I told told the congregation that uh, I had quizzed someone kind of throughout the week. Um, you know that I uh, said that she would remain nameless, although that she was across the street teaching our kids right. that morning, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, I asked her, I said, uh, so what, what killed Cause she didn't know what a lichen was. Right. Um, and then I said, what's well, a werewolf? I said, well, what? And she's like, oh yeah, I know that Halloween stuff. You know, right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Warren Zeffin, you know, werewolves in London. We're getting right. there. Right. Um, <laughs> and I said, okay, what kills a werewolf? And she just like, I mean, it was like a proud moment. Yeah. She's like, steak to the heart. And I'm like, that's a vampire. <laughs> that's a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but. I, I said that not to be nonsensical, although it, right. it was. Right. But Comfort to a, relief. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but to address this concept that the silver bullet kind of society that mm. we have, that we think, boom, I need a silver bullet. I need that thing that I'm going to shoot this thing in the heart. It's, I'm going to do it. Boom. It's going to be done. It's over with. It's dead. I don't have to deal with it anymore. Right. That's kind of the approach that I think we expect sometimes mm. in our walk with God is that, man, I'm in him. Uh, and then again, you know, going back to that ongoing sanctification process, right. we don't like that. Right. We don't like just being able to go, oh, okay, I see a problem. Boom, I took care of it. It's done. I'll never have to deal with it again. Right. Right. Man, if we're getting into the roots of things, you know, what kills roots? Sun, exposure right. to the light. Right. You know, so we have to pull these things up by the root system and we have to just lay them out, let them dry and let them die. Right. Uh, there's no silver bullet to this thing. Right. So, yeah, seeing that, that, okay, I know I was that and I'm not that any longer, mm. but I'm really struggling with a whole lot of the things that I did while I was right. in this spot. So I, I wanted to 
encourage everyone a little bit to understand, hey, you're you're not in this boat alone. Mm-hmm. And especially through um, the what 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 God has for your life, seek that and know that that's coming from a place of His blessing mm-hmm. instead of. Um, because I think we can all relate to that so much. We all make so many plans and just sackcloth and ashes, you know, or just right, begging right. and pleading with God, please bless this. Please let this be successful. Right. Um, yeah. And that's, I, I wanted to just kind of encourage a little bit. That, yeah. Hey, we're all, we're all, we're all right here, man. Right. Yeah. No, I thought, I thought that was really encouraging. Just sort of like, yeah, knowing that we're all in the same boat, we don't have to be absolutely perfect. Although that is our destination. You know, yeah. like, yeah. like through sanctification, all that kind We're of stuff. We're all headed but, the same direction. Right, it's just, right. And, and listen, some some get there seemingly quicker as far right. as with their spiritual maturity and their journey. Uh, let me let me just look at the camera here. If you are getting there a little bit slower than someone else that you know, it's okay. Mm. It It's okay. Just keep your focus on Jesus. Don't take that focus and put it on that other person and start comparing yourself to, right. oh, they're so much more spiritual than I am. That's going to... That, that you're going to fall into shame and guilt. And we've already yeah, addressed yeah. that. It's okay where you're at. Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah. And that was one thing, like it, that brings us right back to the sanctification stuff of like, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking in the podcast of like, the more we have been sanctified, the more we see our sin. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's brutal. That's it's not yeah. fun, yeah. but, but it's rewarding. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, and, and I mean, I've learned a lot of stuff about sin in general, just from, um, you know, learning about uh, addiction and um, to to whatever, because I mean, if you talk to a, an alcoholic or someone who's addicted to something but has been thirty years sober, they'll still say they're addicted. Yeah, they still say they're an alcoholic because they're aware yeah. that the moment you pretend that it's over, yeah, and you're past it, that's when the enemy will mm-hmm. strike again. Do you know what I mean? Like the moment you think you've got your hand on it and you've got <laughs> yeah. the moment you think you're in control of that it's dangerous territory and yeah. rather than just being aware of like you know what this is just going to be a daily thing i'm gonna to have to tackle over and over again and that's okay i'm only here for 80 years 100 years whatever yeah. and then i've got an eternity to not even have to care anymore Amen. about all this oh, you know just um, just think about that i mean seeing jesus face right. to face man not having to phew, right man, yeah that's good. that's good so what was chopped uh, well, what Jonathan kind of uh-huh. addressed there a little bit that, um, awesome. you know, that that passage of being seated in heavenly places right. you know, in Christ Jesus, uh, the wording is very specific there. And I mean, we could spend weeks just right. in that passage right. in that wording. Um, but I, I think the realization that he was talking about uh, of understanding what that really means. Uh, and, and just to add another little bit of a layer to it, as we are, you know, currently, you know, Tomorrow, as we're recording this, tomorrow is election day. You know, it's right. a it's a huge contentious election this year. There's so many things going on worldwide with the pandemic, with economic right. uh, fallout. You know, of all of these ripple effects. Uh, and I think one of the things that that should scream to us, being seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. is just the perspective right. that we should have of things, right. how we view things, because. That means that we have access to his perspective. Now, whether whether we live in that, whether we flow in that, that's a completely different issue. Mm -hmm. But we have access, at least, Mm -hmm. to his perspective. And I think that that's where I'm challenged the most, most of the time, is that my perspective is more of an earthly perspective than it is a heavenly perspective. Um, So... I, that was one of those areas that was kind of chopped. 
Mm, very good. Very good. Um, uh, was there any other things that sort of stood out to you throughout the throughout the weekend that we're wanting to dive into? This is the part where we're just sort of thinking, like, what else do we need to add? But, <laughs> you know, um, it talks so many times about being in Christ. And what was it? 15 times within the 10 verses? 13. 13. Yeah. yeah. And you, you were right there in between. It was 13 and one, 17 <laughs> yeah. the other. Yeah. So you just went halfway. Right. Perfect. Right. perfect. Yeah. Something that really just like resonated with me was, you know, I asked the question, you know, like how much time am I spending in Christ? If this mm-hmm. is my purpose, you know, and this is, this might go a little off topic, but I was listening to a sermon by Francis Chan. Love Francis Chan. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he was talking about he was talking about how his wife had his first son and he was in the hospital room and he already had a daughter at the time. And the daughter the doctors let their daughter put on gloves and a gown and help deliver their baby boy. And he's thinking about all the things he's gonna do with his son, like his first hunting trip and fishing and showing him all these things. He said it was such a beautiful picture to stand back and look that I couldn't help but just cry. Mm-hmm. Um, such a beautiful depiction of my family and what was happening. And then he paused and he said, but I can never say that this compares to being in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. And my, like my jaw dropped and this sermon this week reminded me of that. And so really the question was, you know, how much time am I really spending in God's presence? Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, because I really want to enjoy it the way that he depicts that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that kind of piggy tailing off of that a little bit, um, you know, another thing that was chopped was really looking at, okay, so we are in Christ. How much recognition do we have of what's in us? You know, mm-hmm. if we're in him, then that means, you know, his Holy spirit dwells in us. So how much are we living in right. that? Um, right. You know, in, in that time. So that was something one, one last thing as far as being, you know, chop for time was just that tendency of falling back in because I think, you know, we get so defeated by whenever we have these same issues over and over and over again in our lives that just keep recirculating. We get so discouraged and so defeated. Um, it, taking, a, taking a look at, there's examples of that in the Bible. Mm. We look at King Saul, you know, King Saul, they had this big coronation festival this big party that went on and on and on for days that he was the first king you know of israel and all of this celebration took place and then scripture records that the day after he was coronated king that they went looking for saul because they couldn't find him Mm. and finally they found him in his father's fields he was tending his father's field saul was basically in a position that he was just like okay i'm king it's great. It was an awesome party, guys. Not for sure what to do now. Right. Yeah, I have no idea what being a king means. So he wakes up that next morning. He's like, well, okay, I guess I'll just do what I've always done. I'll just go back to I, I've worked the fields mm-hmm. with my father. So I think we have a tendency of doing that, you know, and that's where it's really important for us as a church family to come alongside new believers or believers right. who have been struggling and, and really fighting for breakthrough in Christ. Um, and then us coming alongside and going, okay, we're going to help you and we're going to disciple you. Right. And I think we also see another uh, New Testament example of that is even after Jesus had appeared to the disciples after the resurrection, it said that he appeared to him. And then all of a sudden in, in scripture, Peter just goes, I'm going fishing. 
Right. It's like, hey, we'll go with you. Right. That's that's what they always did before. And it's almost just like without Christ right there. Right. Right in front of them. They didn't have a clue what to do at this point. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, well, let's just go back to doing what we've always done. Mm -hmm. And and I'm guilty of that. I know I am. So that's that's really the. Yeah, the things that got chopped. One of the things that stands out to me, and I mean, I'm always, uh, my degree is like part practical theology. So I'm all about like looking for the practical application of what we can do with something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm, I mean, there's a whole other theological debate, but like, you know, I don't think anything is in the Bible that we can't practically implement in our lives or change something or do something or act out or, mm-hmm. you know, use in our day to day. And it kind of got me thinking of like, I mean, you mentioned this at the start of um, once you're in Christ, he will reveal it to you what, yeah. what, you are to do. Um, and I think we want to make sure that we, I think we talked about this last week, but we're not saying to just sit there and be in Christ. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not, don't just like lounge about on the couch all day, every day and be like, love you, Jesus. That's great. You know, absolutely tell Jesus you love him. But uh, I was thinking of the the disciples, I think. Did we talk about this last week? Yes. Where, yeah, yeah. so the disciples are standing there and Jesus is taken up on a cloud and he's like, I will, I will return. Mm-hmm. So they're just standing there, just sitting there waiting, looking up into the clouds being like, okay, any, any, any day, now, yeah. Any moment, yeah. And obviously, you know, God sends an angel and a messenger and being like, what are you doing? Like, he gave you a job to do the yeah. Great Commission. Go do it. Yeah. Like, tell people about him. Go, you know, go work. And I wonder how long they would have been standing there if the angel didn't come along. Like, <laughs> just months on. Yeah, um, starting to get cold, guys. <laughs> right, right. But, and I think that's, yeah, like, it's so important for us to remember that, like, um, worshiping God and being in Christ and, you know, being part of a church community and coming to service and worship is so important and vital yes. as, as a believer. Yeah. Um, but Christianity is not a Sunday thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have a nine to five throughout the week where we have opportunities to talk to people about Jesus and get the word out there. So more people can be in Christ, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I mean, that's literally the, the one thing he asked us to do when he left. Yeah. Well, I think that that goes with the practical expectation. Right. You know, the, the command here in this verse is verse 10. Uh, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, right. which God prepared beforehand that we should walk right. in them. Right. Uh, and and that playing out that practical application is us walking in the works that God's done, not yep. us creating the works, exactly. not us authoring yeah. the works or, or trying to piece them together. It's us being in Christ, focusing on him, following him with everything that we have, right. and then walking in the works that he has already preordained for us to do right. way before we were even here. Right. And right. that's the works. And we walk in them. Mm. We don't create them. We walk in them. Right. But in order for us to walk in something, we have to know what direction to go. Exactly. And he's the exactly. one that supplies the direction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, Amen. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We challenged our young, the young people last night at youth um, to, you know, one of the questions that they asked was how do I witness to non my non-Christian friends? And that was asked like four or five times. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking about that last night and, and we were challenging all of them to like think of somebody in their community or in their friendship circles who isn't a believer. And challenge was like, look, if you get the opportunity this week, like pray that God gives you that opportunity. That's one of those things of like, you know, you know, this this is not theological. This is a Thomas thought, but <laughs> oh God, sometimes so, sometimes I wonder if God's up there being you know listening to all of our prayers, you know, and you know so many of like God, thank you for the daisies and the sunflowers and all that kind of stuff, and that's great. And then there's the other prayer that comes along. It's like God, can you put somebody in my path to tell you about? And he's probably like, yes, <laughs> like I'll <laughs> do that one. The one right, like, there, right there. I've never prayed for God to set up an opportunity f- for personal challenge or to talk about him, and it hasn't happened. 
Um, now, sometimes it goes terribly wrong. Like, and there have been times that I've had bad experiences that has just more been a challenge. Will I step out in faith and do it anyway? Yeah. But, um, but we were sort of chanting them, take time, pray for the opportunity to talk to somebody about him, to bring more people into this opportunity to be in Christ. Um, and, you know, see if he answers that prayer. Yeah. I'm really excited to see next week yeah. how that goes. Next Good week, or bad. Next week, we are uh, giving a little sneak peek. We're going to be in 2 Corinthians 5. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to be addressing that new creation, but it's going to be uh, 5 uh, verse 14 through the rest of the chapter. And we're going to be looking at reconciliation. Uh, cool. So there's going to be a little bit of a shifting here. We're still going to be in practical stuff, mm -hmm. but primarily, I mean, we've talked about horizontal um, focuses on like relationships, mm -hmm. right? but the eight, nine weeks, however long we've been in this right now has really been focused on that vertical relationship right. between right. us and God. And we've been hammering that over and over and, and we could continue to hammer it and right. still it be right. as important as ever, right. but we're going to make a little bit of a transition next week. And we're going to start looking at reconciliation mm -hmm. between each other in right. these, in this vertical, or I mean, in this horizontal relationship, because the reality is, and one of the reasons that we stayed so long vertical is if we don't have that right, right, then the horizontals, they right. have no hope right. of being right. Got to have that so, foundation. Yeah. So that's, that's where we're going next week. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. That'll be exciting. Yeah. Cool. So Jay Money, Jay Money. last thoughts? Yes. <laughs> Um, I love being here. I'm glad that you guys had me come here this yeah. morning. Yeah. yeah so, we hope that you anytime. can. We hope you we can have a bigger table now. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, it's nice. We're normally not, we're cramped in Ben's office. We're not tucked away in little... office and, and hoping yeah. that books off my bookshelf don't fall on my head as <laughs> right, we're going right, through this. Right. So. But yeah. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us and, and we'll hopefully do this again next week. And um, yeah. So thank you everybody for joining us for Chop for Time and we'll awkward, chat to you again awkward look at the next week. Bye. <laughs>